There is even more rot and corruption in Acts 29, the church planning network, than I ever thought possible. So I hate to do it because I wish it wasn't so, but let's dive in and see what's happening. Welcome back to Spare No Arrows. My name is Cody Lawrence. We are, I guess, doing a series on Acts 29 because stuff just keeps popping up. I made the first episode about their uh, their video that I highly recommend you going back and watching the, the last two videos. But the first one, well, I, and I've done other videos on Acts 29 in the past. I used to belong to an Acts 29 church. Um, maybe I'll tell that story one day. I had a, I mean, I had a really good experience with the church until I didn't if that makes sense. And uh, they essentially pushed me out as hard as they could because I'm a conservative. They don't like conservatives. That's exactly the same reason why they pushed out Pastor Chase Davis, who I interviewed. I highly recommend you go back and listen to that episode too. But that's neither here nor there. We are discussing something else in Acts 29 that is that, that reveals deep, deep, substantial corruption within other board members of Acts 29. So we have heard some negative things about the board members in the past. We know a lot about Matt Chandler. We know Matt Chandler is woke trash. Uh, you know, he's he's popular. He's a writer. He's an author. A lot, he's a, He does a lot of training material for pastors. His name is out there, so he must be good, right? No. Nothing makes Anglos more angry than the idea of white privilege. And again, I'm not talking about fools. 300 fools left when we first broached the subject. And there, weren't, there wasn't any lament in our elder room about that. Is that I, I have grown up with this invisible kind of bag of privilege. It's an invisible air that we breathe, the type of lens that we wear. If we find an Anglo eight and an African-American seven, which one do you want? I said, I want the African-American seven. He's not the only board member. He's the executive member on the board. He used to be the president of Acts 29, but he stepped down after a, a text conversation that escaped to the knowledge of the elders in his church. He was having inappropriate conversations with another woman who was not his wife, and that was a problem. And I, I did a video on this also that you should check out. It was kind of confusing. It's still kind of hazy what the details are. Either what he did was not a big deal at all, and therefore didn't deserve him uh, being kicked out of his church for a few months, or it was a big deal, and his punishment should have been a lot worse. They acted like it was a big deal, but he was like, yeah, I'll be back. You know, I'm, I'm confident that I'll be back, and he's back now, and he's preaching just like normal. He's still doing Acts 29 conferences, and because of that disgrace, he stepped down as the president of Acts 29, but he has maintained his executive board member position. To this day, uh, kind of subversive, kind of spooky, no good. Uh, but anyway, what I want to talk about now is another board member named Hunter Beaumont. Hunter Beaumont. Now, I've never heard anything about this guy before, but I was just looking on Twitter on Acts 29's page to see if they maybe came out with a public apology about the video that they removed that I talked about during the last podcast episode. Um, and they didn't, which is interesting because they, you know, something like that, they... I would imagine you want to publicly apologize for, and since you're focusing on theological clarity this year, as they said, you'd think you would 
publicly come out and tell everybody on Twitter or X that, uh, oh yeah, we think homosexuality is a sin, very clearly, very obviously. We believe in theological clarity, but they didn't do that. So I didn't find that. But what I did find was a tweet thread, a thread, a post thread, (laughs) whatever they're called now, by a guy named Nate Schloman. And Nate Schloman follows me, I guess. I follow him. He's a good follow. You should follow him too. Because he posts really good stuff like this. So I basically just want to go through his tweet thread and analyze it. I haven't um, dived into every bit of this. And so a lot of this is kind of on the fly. I'm going to discover a lot of this with you. But I I, I mean, it's, it's deep. And so let's jump into this rabbit hole together. So first, Nate Schloman is a pastor at a church in Virginia. And here's what he has to say. The rot of this network, referring to Acts 29, is really something to behold. Hunter Beaumont is a board member. In the next tweet, look at who he employs to, quote, manage our kids team and loves helping our church connect with the tiny humans. (laughs) And this has been going on for years. So first, recognize that Hunter Beaumont, he's a pastor of his church, and he is a an Acts 29 board member. And actually, um, Chase Davis first posted this, and then Nate, looks like, did more research, did some deep diving. So, like, do your own research. Look into all this yourself. It is awful. So here's what Nate says next. This is one of the children's directors at Acts 29 board member Hunter Beaumont's church. You can't make this stuff up. This network is a joke. This is not some old snapshot. This is current day BLM and pronouns in bio. What kind of pastor would allow someone like this to be around his kids? Totally agree. Nate, by the way, just posted these on September 11th. This just happened a few days ago. And all of these screenshots are current day. So let's dive in. Uh, Let's take a look at his at this church's site. I've pulled up the church's site here and it's called Fellowship Denver. And you can see here, Hunter Beaumont is the lead pastor. They also have stupid titles like executive pastor and teaching pastor. And like, I I don't remember all those positions being in the Bible. Um, And then also executive is kind of a business term. So like, what's the difference exactly between an executive pastor and a lead pastor, aside from just giving people different stupid titles and making your church run more like a business. I don't know. Let's read about Hunter Beaumont. On the page, it says, Hunter leads our church by preaching, vision setting, whatever that means, and oversight. He also helps give leadership to the Acts 29 network. Mm. Hunter is a chronic double spacer. Definitely has too much hope for the Arkansas Razorbacks. Uh, All of these these blips about the staff members they they explain what they do and then they also have some kind of silly joke at the end which is fine whatever so hunter beaumont he's a church leader and he also leads or he helps give leadership to the acts 29 network whatever that means but here is the person who nate wants to emphasize uh, one of the the staff members here at this church. And this is just one of them. Uh, I'm sure if you dive into the other staff members of the church, we will see some similarities. This is Angie Pratt. She's the assistant director 
of Children and Family Ministry, South Broadway, Communications Director. Here's what her description says. Angie helps manage our amazing kids team and loves helping our church connect with the tiny humans, like Nate quoted. When she's not doing that, she's writing all these silly bios and sharing her terrible sports opinions. Okay, so now we have new information. Angie is also like very involved in the website. She writes all these bios. Like she's, you know, she's got a pretty important role in the church. Not only the assistant children's director, but you know, she's she's one of the staff. She helps um, produce content for their church's website. So let's see what uh, Angie's public, you know, what she's put out there on in the public, right? Um. So here is one thing. If you look at her Twitter profile, she has a Black Lives Matter hashtag as a banner. So it's a big deal. Her bio says, sometimes I tweet about the Phillies. Mostly I tweet to annoy my coworkers. Yes, I'm aware that my opinions are trash. That's true. Uh, And she, her, she slash her is in her bio. Her pronouns as if, you know, as if a reasonable person looking at her would not be aware that she is a woman. Now, what it means that she puts her pronouns on her bio is that she accepts the idea that somebody could appear to be a woman and not be a woman. She believes that people can probably identify as whatever gender that she wants. That's a problem. This is not all. Not only does she support Black Lives Matter, not only does she affirm uh, the idea that you can change your pronouns willy-nilly or else otherwise why would you put that in your bio at all because obviously she's a woman and I'm going to call her she no matter what she thinks she wants to be called because she's a woman. And as Christians, we're supposed to love our neighbors. Uh, One of the Ten Commandments is to not lie, not to bear false witness. And so we don't lie to people and we call he's he's and we call she's she's. It's not something that we can just invent new names for and I can't call myself a woman just as much as I can't say the sky's not blue right so anyway let's move on the children's director of an Acts 29 board members church liked these posts and she's still in there now some of these posts are kind of spicy now I'll have the the text up on the screen and I'll read it but you know there's language and I'll censor the language But here's one of the posts that she liked. Someone by Rachel Anderson. Now, we don't know who these people are, but we do know that she liked the posts. And so in some way, she is affirming the things in this post. She's showing us what she likes. Uh, Now, this is a reply to another post that says, to learn is love. And then we have a gay flag, a white heart, and a trans flag. And the original post says, by educating ourselves and others on the LGBTQIA plus community, We can help create a society where everyone feels safe, respected, and celebrated. So trash, nonsense post, ah, garbage, ick. Nobody should be associating with that who works in a church. Like it's, it's, it's woke crap, right? And so this person says, had so much fun making all the pride game day graphics and everything in between for tonight's game. I am a proud bisexual woman and I will support the rights, safety, and comfort for the sexual deviant community until the day I die. Hockey is for everyone. Love is for everyone. Angie Pratt liked that post. This woman 
who is in a leadership position at a large church who the lead pastor is a board member for Acts 29. There aren't that many board members in Acts 29. And we know where Matt Chandler stands and his church stands on this stuff. Now we know where Hunter Beaumont and his church stands on this stuff. I'm sure you could look more into his sermons. I'm sure you could look more into his likes. But like, man, this is awful. Here's another tweet that she liked. John uh, By Jonathan Merritt. As we enter the last week of hashtag pride, may we remember that God loves each of us as we are and not as someone else says we should be. Ah, it's, I don't want to get into the problems with that, but that's nonsense. Suffice it to say. The religious aristocracy doesn't guard the gate to God's kingdom. All are welcome. At Good Shepherd New York. Uh, and then Angie Pratt said, This... Clap, clap, clap emoji. Okay, moving on. Nate Schloman says, yes, this is the same person. Black Trans Lives Matter, Acts 29, Children's Director. So here's the tweet. Hunter Beaumont says, doing a four-part series on J.I. Packer's fundamentalism and the word of God with my colleague Autumn Gardner. Why this 65-year-old book is still applicable to our church today? Okay, so she likes that tweet. Uh, Then, now why is that relevant? Yes, this is the same person. Okay, okay, I get it, I get it. So she likes this post by her pastor that appears to be solid. And then she also likes this other thread. So she says, has any... Uh, anyone else been called an apostate today? And then somebody replies and says, what is it this time? And she says, saying that hashtag black trans lives matter is also a part of pro-life theology. So she is arguing, she has said to someone online, that saying black trans lives matter, you have to believe that black trans lives matter to have consistent pro-life theology. Yikes, yikes, big yikes. Let's go on. These are radical. It says, this is Nate. Nate, the good guy Nate, says, these are radical progressive Democrats she's celebrating here. If you're an Acts 29 pastor, are you more mad at me for exposing this very public information or at your organization for tolerating this among the highest levels of leadership? I'm sure Nate is going to get some pushback from Acts 29. Folks, I've already seen him get pushback. Uh, from diff- from different people. One woman was like, are you this vocal about divorce in your church? <laughs> oh my goodness. I don't know that anybody's going around saying divorce is biblical. Divorce is in the Bible. Jesus loves divorce. Hashtag divorce lives matter. I don't think anybody's saying that. And so I think something like this is probably worthy of being a little more vocal about than divorce because everybody knows divorce is bad in the church, hopefully. And if they don't, you should be more vocal about it, right? So we all we all agree on that. So Angie Pratt says in this tweet, just an appreciation tweet for the badass ladies who represent me and Northwest Denver so well. Thank you for all the work you do. Some other stuff that another X user has dived into and this other user is called facts over your feelings it looks like he just very recently created his account might be worth a good follow too 
So he has uh, screenshotted a bunch of tweets by Angie. She says here, uh, well, it, she's using a lot of language and like this. She says, my child's first words will be F Tom Brady, but she actually says the word. You, you, you're allowed to like sports. You're allowed to follow sports games. You know, you're allowed to have fun with sports. But I, if you say something like this, I feel like you're a bit too committed. You're a bit too into it. Jeez Louise. Uh, sports tweets. A lot of these are sports tweets with bad language. She's like getting really heated and angry. She is um, being pretty inappropriate. And if, I don't know, you're a children's director. Is this the kind of person you want as a children's director like this? Um, somebody says, Alrighty, back to our regularly scheduled programming of me being a funky little lesbian off to get a little coffee treat in the middle of the day. And then Angie Pratt says, Dude, I just caught up with the drama and what the actual F. So sorry that happened. Enjoy your little coffee treat. More affirming uh, lesbianism, it seems. Here on Instagram, uh, this is Threads. Over on Threads, her profile, which is Angie.without.an.e, Angie without an E, in case you want to go give her a follow, says... Her bio says, full of spicy takes on everything from religion to rose water. Clearly, opinions are my own. And also trash, as she said on Twitter. Uh, and again, we have she, her. She, her. She didn't have to put she, her here. She didn't have to put she, her in Twitter. And so obviously this is an important thing for her to put there. Now, facts over your feelings. Also, moving on from Angie. Angie is obviously um, problematic. Not so much for the language, I would say, but... Um, I, I don't know, maybe publicly posting these very harsh opinions and like, you know, parents could be following you from your church and they probably do, <laughs> uh, who you're taking care of their kids. Like, I don't know, that's, there, there should be a level of professionalism depending on your position, what you put out publicly. Um, now, but I don't know, I wouldn't say a lot of that is necessarily immoral, but some of it certainly is. Enough of Angie. She's obviously terrible, mostly because of her position, her wokeness, right? Her unbiblical positions on a lot of stuff. But we also have Adam Anglin. Adam Anglin is this funny looking fella over on their church website, the worship and arts pastor. Adam leads our creative teams, including overseeing our Sunday morning bands, the gallery at FDC, and art direction. Ask him about his Pizza Dad merch. Okay, so Adam Anglin has his pronouns in the bio. I'm sure there's much more to dive into with this. Um, I'm not going to be the one to dive into it, at least in this podcast episode, but... It's not just Angie, it's like a lot of problematic people. She's been working for the church for a while. I don't know how long Adam Anglin has been working at the church, but, uh, and it, it, the, the, the corruption is not limited to these people. The fact is that Hunter Beaumont, a board member of Acts 29, one of the, the tip, tip top people who was responsible for pulling the switch or flipping the switch on kicking people like Chase Davis out of Acts 29, he was directly responsible for that. The board has to make those decisions, as far as I understand. In his church, he has people who openly affirm sexual deviance, who openly believe that 
you know, you can identify as whatever you want, who openly believe that lesbianism and gayism and uh, all that crap is totally acceptable, uh, who, who supports Black Lives Matter, the organization, or, you know, at least using the hashtag, they're inseparable at this point. I'm not saying, I, I people don't, shouldn't even have to say this anymore, but I don't know, just in case, in case one of the, the dummies who don't typically listen to my podcast and know that I actually care about life uh, starts to attack me just so I can use this as a rebuttal for them. Everybody has equal value in the eyes of God. Everybody who is made in the image of God has value, right? But nobody should be using the hashtag Black Lives Matter. It's, it is a, it's an agenda. It is a political thing. It's the, the ideology behind it is totally evil, totally bad. If you love Black Lives Matter, but you would hate if somebody said hashtag White Lives Matter, you're a problem. And so is Hunter Beaumont. So is Acts 29. So is uh, Angie Pratt. So is Adam Anglin. Uh, so here we have this pronouns in bio, having church, uh, big church, part of Acts 29. And uh, yeah, so Hunter Beaumont, he's going to be on my radar. And hopefully he should be on your radar too. And if your church is in Acts 29, or if you know anybody in Acts 29, just like we discussed in my interview with Chase, you ought to be fighting. If you're in Acts 29, I mean, unless you're okay with this stuff, if you're totally okay with this stuff, stay there because you, you know, you deserve each other. It's good. It's a good, good relationship. <laughs> but if you know better, and if you're a biblical Christian, you ought to be fighting tooth and nail against these people. You know, if it's, if you believe it's okay to donate your money to this, these atrocities, um, I, I wouldn't be okay with that. But you know, if you are, I believe there's an argument to be made for fighting if you can do more harm to them than they can do harm to you or leave. You have to. It is a moral imperative that you do one or the other thing. You have a Christian duty to either resist the sin that you are actively participating in if you are in Acts 29 by funding them or you leave. Those are your only two options. That's all I got. Hope you enjoyed. Hope this was enlightening to see the further rot and corruption in Acts 29. And God bless. I'll catch you next time. 